Thank you. Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, good morning. My name is Daniel Budd. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's my privilege to continue with you uh, while we started the Advent series. Um, and uh, I'm so glad that we can be here this morning opening God's Word t- together. One of the surprises that I had when I came from Romania years ago to the United States was Christmas time, and especially to see the Christmas decorations. I remember taking my wife in the car and just saying, you know, let's go around Christmas time. Let's go on the streets and see what sort of lights are out there. And there are many kinds of lights and many, many decorations during Christmas. And some houses went even further to put music with the lights and then to uh, do all sorts of things and inflatables. And it's an amazing time of the year. People like to have these lights out during the Christmas time, and some uh, stores, right, they start sometimes in October or November early to uh, decorate the stores and to put the Christmas themes out. But it's a lot of light. And I was thinking, why? Because back home, it wasn't so much light, you know. And uh, uh, one one of the things is, I'm not sure how far it goes, but definitely, you know, light in terms of uh, light bulbs and stuff like that came, uh, you know, just in the last few, uh, maybe 100 years or so. But before, we had light in other forms, like candles. And, and, and like Ron used last week, you know, we have those uh, older styles with oil, you know, um, lamps and stuff like that. But this morning, I wanted to remind you that um, there is also a parallel holiday for the Jews, and it's called the Hanukkah. And it started right in December, and it falls on different times, but this year it started on December the 6th. So it goes for eight days. It goes for eight days. And uh, every day they light one of these candles, and sometimes they have this oil in them. And uh, this is something that I could come up with. I, I don't have the, uh, the menorah, right, with, with the nine uh, candles, but we do have five here and some, some here, so we'll try to see if this works. But they light every, every night, they say their prayers, the blessings, and, and thanks to God, and then they light one candle at a time. This morning we are going to light these three, if we can. If we have enough. And uh, maybe not. But what they do is they thank God. They thank God for His blessings. And it comes from the victory that they had years ago, just... Uh, about a hundred and some years ago, before Christ came, they, uh, they had victory over an Assyrian king who came and desecrated the temple. So they had to go and clean everything else. And they were so thankful there was one pot, one candle, one bowl of oil that was not desecrated. That was still sacred. And they started to light everything up. So at Christmas, we have a lot of lights. A lot of lights. And John the... The apostle, he talks to us about this morning, about Jesus, the true light. There are many, many lights around. But Jesus, John says, he is the true, the true light. At Christmas, we don't do a lot in terms of decorating. But we, most of us, especially in our family, we decorate a Christmas tree. And we had three strings of lights that we needed for our tree. 
And this Christmas, as we put a tree out and started to decorate it, we found out that one string of lights was not working. So my wife went to the store. I think she went to Meyer, bought uh, one set of lights. She thought that it's going to match, right? Because it was like cold or cool light and, and, and see-through and all sorts of nuances of lights. And we needed something light, something white, a light that is white. So she brought it home. She plugged it in. And you can see the difference, right? It didn't match. Then she went back to a store called Costco and bought another one. She thought, this is the right one. She brought it home and plugged it in. And we found out that it was close enough. (laughs) (laughs) A perfect story would have gone to, you know. and, And I went to the store and found the perfect one that matched the other two. And now we have, but we said, you know what, it's, it's, it's good enough. And uh, we are happy with the way it is. This is not our Christmas tree, but you know how you decorate your, but it has to be, if you want to, to go light, it has to go light. You cannot go colorful and light. So all of this have to match. But John says that there is a true light. There is a true light that we all need. And it shines in darkness, says John. Jesus is the true light. And how is he explaining this? He says these words, John, in the, in the first chapter. He says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And then he says, He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was, which was his own. But his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, and gave the, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, not of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. I would like us to just focus on three main ro- words that that are in our text. And the first one is light, or the true light. So we have to focus on the true light today. The true light came to us. It says, He came. He came to that which was His own, and finally, to receive it. Light came for us to receive it. So what it means light? You know, if you think of the physical, physical light, is a form of energy. It's kind of complicated, but simply is just a form of energy that is made of particle, protons, but also waves. And the wave travels very, very fast. There is nothing that we at least know travels faster than the speed of light. And if you think of in one second, the light can go around the earth almost eight times in one single second. But John says, we had the true light, not physical light, But just as the physical light helps us to see, just as the physical light helps us to see, John says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. John says there is a different set of light. It's of a different nature. It's true. And it's not only in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the prophets talked about this. And God is always, kind of God is always a God of light. This is what we sometimes sing. We sing, he wraps himself in light. We talk of of a God of the Old Testament that is full of light. And he takes light as clothing. 
He wraps himself in light. That's why we sing the songs, you know, immortal, invisible, and that inaccessible. It's God is that light that is so hard for us to even comprehend because we cannot see it. And many times God said, I am so glorious, I am so full of light, that you cannot just watch me. You can watch the sun, but you cannot watch me. And then he says, I want you to walk in my light. And this is the message of Isaiah. Let us walk in the light of the, war, of the Lord. There is this kingdom of darkness, and there is this kingdom of light. And God says, I want you to know that I want you to know the true light. There's another celebration. The Jews have this festival of uh, this, uh, this celebration. And it's, it's a festival of the tabernacle when they do something very interesting. And it's not very clear in the picture. But at this um, celebration, they have these golden, golden lamb stands. These are in the temple, in the court of the woman. And each of these have four big bowls of oil that are burning. And they have four of these lamp stands. So they have 16 bowls of oil burning in the temple. It's a lot of light. And it's a celebration with a lot of spectacle, a lot of smell, a lot of foods. And on that background, Jesus comes to us in the Gospels and he starts teaching them. He's in the women's court by the treasury of the temple And he says these words to everybody with that background, with those many lights. He says, Jesus, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And John says, this is the true light that we all need. We all need this life from God. And this is John quoting Jesus, I am the light of the world. And then another apostle, James, a brother of Christ, James says, you know what? Every good and perfect gift, your marriage, your health, your kids, every good and perfect gift is from above. And it's coming to us down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. This is the God that we serve, says James. It is a God of the heavenly lights. I don't know how they are. I would like us to go on Christmas and see those heavenly lights, right? Just as we see each other's Christmas decorations, we would like to see those heavenly lights. And one day we will. But while here on earth, James says, there is a Father in heaven who gives us good gifts. If you are here today, you are here because... It's a gift this day to you and to me from the Father of the heavenly lights. And he's not changing like shifting shadows. Friends, often you discover that they are like shifting shadows. A job can be a shifting shadow. Your health can be just a shadow. And by the way, we don't want any shadows in our tests when we go to the medical. They don't want to see any shadows when they do those x-rays and, uh, and all sorts of tests on us. And God says, I am the father of lights. And I, there is nothing, that nothing changes like shifting shadows in myself. And David the apostle says, you Lord, 
you keep my lamp burning, my God turns my darkness into light. That's why we were singing this morning. You turn my darkness into light, and you keep my lamp burning. If we, if we think of it, there is darkness in all of us. There is pride, there is sin, but there is something dark, and we discover that. That's why we are here this morning, because we feel, Lord, I need your light in my darkness. I need you to come in my darkness. It can be something that is stronger than us. And we say, Lord, I need you to bring your light, the true light, in my own darkness. I want you to turn my darkness, my envy, my lies, my cheating, my stealing, my dishonesty, my impatience, my anger, my restlessness. I want you to give me your peace. I want you to turn all of these dark things in me. My bickering, my complaining, my anxieties, my distress and disappointments. Can you turn them into light? And David says, you Lord, you Lord, keep my lamp burning. If we are alive today here, then he says, you Lord, it's because of you. You keep my light. You are the true light. And we are here today because God in Christ Jesus came to us to save us. To keep us strong. Remember, Pastor Ron started with saying, that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And nothing that is was created without Him. God in Christ Jesus is not only the Creator, but is the sustaining. And sustain, that's what David says. You keep my lamp burning. And you turn my darkness. You turn the darkness in my family into light. You can bring light in my messy situations. I am not here because my own strength. I am here because of you. So the first thing is light. And Joseph wants to say, remember, there is a true light. And the second one is here. The light is here. Look what he says. He, that is the light, was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not know. The world was made through him, did not recognize him. The creator was not recognized by the creation. He came then, he says, he came to, his, to that which he was his own. And his own did not receive him. His own did not receive him. But he came to them. Now, I don't know what you think, but just, we don't know how big is the universe. But just think that this is the observable. What we can see with our uh, telescopes and stuff like that. And it is wide enough, maybe a hundred billion light years, you know. And we are there someplace in our galaxy. It's hard to see because there are over a hundred billion galaxies. So we live in one of those galaxies. And we look around, maybe we see 50 billion light years on one side and in one direction, in all directions. We don't even know which is north and south. We are there someplace in the universe, in our galaxy. And John says, he came. In our Milky Way... We cannot even see our solar system very well or our earth. But it's there someplace. Even our Milky Way is so big, it is about 100,000 light years wide. And we are there someplace. But besides our planet, there are 400 billion other planets and stars in our own solar system. And if you think of the earth, you know, Christ says, He came to that which was His own. He had some people in this planet. And He says, I am going to them. I'm going to them. I want to be their true light. I want to be their true light. And John says, I, he came to that which, we, to that which was his own, but his own did not 
receive him. He came to be our light. I like what this verse tells us. It tells, it tells basically the sun will no more be by light. This is Isaiah. The sun will no more be your light by day. Nowhere the brightest of the moon shine on you. For the Lord will be your everlasting light. There are many lights in this world. There are many prophets. There are many, many, many lights. But they are temporary. It can be somebody that tells you, I can give you health. I can give you money. I can multiply your money. Some other people say, if you do this, if you blow yourself up, I will send you up in heaven. Just do this. There are so many false lights in our world. But they are not everlasting lights. They are not everlasting lights. Christ is the only one who says, when I come and when when you see me as the true light, you don't need the sun and the moon because I will be your everlasting light. And in fact, throughout the century, the church said this. In our Nicene Creed, we said this. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, God from God, light from light, light from light, true God from true God, of the same essence of the Father as the Father. Through him, all things were made. And this is what John tells us exactly. He came, he was in the world, though the world was made through him, was made to him, they, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, John says. Can you imagine the God of God, the light from light, from his place we don't know where from his infinite you know god in christ decided to come and be with us and he says i'm going to come to this planet to my own a god who knows everything in christ jesus he decided i'm going to be like a little baby and i'm going to learn the alphabet letter by letter for them the god who can do anything He is powerful. Anything is possible. Anything he can do. He said, I'm going to just walk on my two feet like a baby. And then like a teenager, I'm going to run. And sometimes I'm going to use a donkey. But I'm I'm going to limit myself. I'm going to limit my powers to the point that I will let people crucify me. Mock me. Nail me to the cross. And beat me. Whip me. Arrest me. Chase my friends. Kill my friends. Kill my followers. Chase them. Hate them. But I can do everything because I am the same essence with the Father. The limitations of our God. He who is present everywhere. He said, I'm going to be just in Palestine. And in fact, I'm not going to walk more than 50 or 100 miles in my life. I'm limiting myself to this body. I'm limiting myself to this place. I am going to limit myself to live like one of them on earth. 100% like them to understand them. To show them the true light. And then the creed says, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. He became incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made human. And that's what we claim. That's what John says. The light came to us and we have received it. The other day, there was an article about uh, a CEO. It was a woman who wrote an article in some business journal, and she said, every, every leader of any company, of any success, she said, is suffering rejection. 
is suffering rejection and opposition. And she was talking about when she was deposed as a CEO of one company, and then it took her 10 years to move up the scale, and, you know, she went to the top of another company. But there are two things. When light, the true light comes, John says, the light comes to us, but there are two things. One, we can reject him, or, or the other response is we can receive him. And most people, unfortunately, most people do not see the true light. And this is what John said. Yet, for those who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Children born not of natural descent, not of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Most people rejected Christ. If you're here and you've been rejected, I just want to say that that's what happens today. That's what what happened in the time of Jesus. Jesus. 